So you're gonna play? It? Are you? Uh, is it waiting? Mm -hmm. Okay, no, no, that's fine. It will. It will has a delay. Right. Hello, everyone. If anyone can hear us, please write in the live chat. Uh, how's the audio quality? Hmm. Oh, now it's fine. No. It's a little slow. 22 people waiting. Super. That's how real support goes. They're already waiting for us. So it's loading, loading, loading. Someone said yo. Okay. Pretty good. Pretty good. Super. Um, well, let's start, let's start right away. Um, welcome, everyone, to the UbiPorts Q&A. Streamed live from FOSTEM 2023 from Brussels in Europe, in case you don't know where Brussels is. So um, we're sitting here in a pretty public space. Please don't mind the background noise if you hear any. Um, but it's so crowded and packed with people, we cannot find any other place to sit. So, well, we're going to make the best out of it. Joining me this week live, actually, are Rajanan, all the way up from Thailand. Hello. Hello. And Alfred, not so far away from Austria. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, everyone. Great. So again, we have uh, prepared, uh, of course, we can talk a little bit about our experiences from FOSTEM so far, uh, what we have seen the last one or two days, uh, what we have talked about with people, uh, about the new things that will come maybe this year or maybe not. And we have a few questions also from the forum that we were going to take. We can also take questions from the live chat and in the second half, basically. Um, yes, um, FOSTEM 2023. Finally, it's happening live again here in Brussels. We were, um, thanks to COVID, not able to travel the last year, so even to, they didn't do the event. Um, I guess we pretty much enjoyed that we can uh, go to this wonderful event again. It's like a uh, a one-week event in two days, uh, 5,000 talks. You cannot uh, listen to any of them. And I spent the whole day on the UbiPort stand because this year we had actually a stand where we can present our devices, where we can talk with people about Ubuntu Touch. Uh, so um, I completely uh, wasted my feet because uh, it hurts already everywhere standing around. My throat is also a bit uh -huh. sore. Uh, talking very, very loudly with people about Ubuntu Touch and the future uh, of UbiPorts. And, um, but anyways, uh, it was really, really uh, positive and motivating to see so many people uh, coming to our stand and talking with us about the project. All right. Um, if you both want to say anything, just interrupt me because, you know, I love to talk. Um, so, yeah, first impressions, as I didn't see any talks, uh, I only worked with people about uh, it at the booth, but um, I guess that Again, FOSTEM was a mega event for the open source community. There were a lot of interesting talks scheduled everywhere. Um, we had the opportunity to see other people from other projects, um, especially, of course, the open source projects. Um, I don't know, Postmarket OS, uh, Sailfish, uh, KDE guys, um, what else? Um, Mobian. Mobian um, and so on, yeah. It's also for us good for networking, for chatting with people about it, uh, seeing what the others are doing. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it for my two days. Um, I didn't do any much more. And I enjoyed a lot of good food. Yeah. So uh, we have actually a fourth guest that just arrived. Um, and he's not on the picture now, but he's taking off his uh, luggage. Um, 
we could somehow bring you into the picture from behind. Uh, hello, this is Lionel. Um, he's also here. He's wearing a cap. You can see that the temperature outside is pretty much cold. Yeah, yeah. It definitely yeah, allows for right. wearing that. Exactly. Yeah. So um, outside it's really chilly. Uh, Rajanan brought also some protective clothes uh, uh, because if you're living probably in Thailand, you're not used to that temperatures at that time of the year. <laughs> That's right. Um, yeah. So wonderful. Um, what what we would like to talk about? Um, give me some topics. Um, well, the overall, uh, the, I, would, I would like to talk for a short moment about my experience of, of the overall like um, opinion of people and their surprise and the way that they approached us and they were they, they really were surprised that we are still around, that this project is still alive. It's always the same uh, thing. Every every time we mention, someone mentions Ubuntu Touch and someone around the corner mentions, uh, hears that and says, oh, they still, they still exist? And it's always that thing, uh, that, and it still it still makes me smile to see the, the the people just being wondering about how this is going on and how far we actually have progressed uh, with the project. Mm. Actually, so that is something that um, a lot of people are giving the whole the whole project and the whole community a very big shout out for um, because they appreciate what we are doing, and it's pretty pretty interesting to see the. The, 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 for example, the, the talk that I gave about the Lemiri desktop, um, people were very confused about it first, but then I think they got it. Uh, they slowly got it, what it was doing, uh, what Lemiri does, what Lemiri, how it's supposed to work, and uh, how those some pieces fit together. Um, I don't know. I, it's it's like seeing those people with a smile go away and have good good conversations with them. But various topics that revolve around those areas, I think that is something you can't get in any other way. Right? Just for the background, so Alfred had a talk um, on uh, one of the dev rooms for uh, Mobile Force, and um, it was the first one in the morning. Yeah, it oh. was uh, quite early, but the room was quite full already yeah. at this point in time. Uh, even people coming later, they didn't find a, a place to sit anymore. And um, he was giving the presentation of the phone, so basically connecting the phone to their projector. And then um, when the people realized that he is presenting from a phone, it was like, oh, yeah, yeah right. So um, we can finally really uh, give a hint about what convergence can be and yeah. how you can use it in a practical point of view. Yeah? Um, you basically can see here are the slides on the phone. Yeah. And it was being projected out there on a big screen, and right. it was just wonderful. And he walked away with just unplugging his phone, and there we are. Yeah. <laughs> so right. everybody was like, "What happened?" Yeah. Right. <laughs> and um, yeah, I think that's one of the of the biggest achievements that there is really a um, practical use case you can demonstrate any any time. Yeah, without much preparation, it just works. Now, just yeah? just imagine if uh, the the how how far spread the technology is. Like, uh, for example, with the with HDMI cables being everywhere, where VGA cables used to be everywhere. Just imagine if every place that you had to give a presentation at, like, for example, this place, uh, you just get your phone with you and you just plug it into a USB-C cable, maybe have a Bluetooth uh, keyboard and mouse with you, and it's just as prevalent as the HDMI cable is now. Just think of that. Make, if that would ever be possible, I don't know, but it would be so nice to see that like 
happen, right? You can also carry the small adapters and um, or carry a small adapter, reconnect right? it immediately. So that's that's really nice. Yeah. Right. Good. All right. Who wants to go next? Yeah, I guess I guess I can talk about my own experience too. So, so this is my absolute first time in the fast dam. Although it's not the first time in Europe, and yeah, so so the experience has been that it it's it's there's so much talks and. I I'm kind of surprised how many talks are there, and so so in in a way, I, I just I'm I'm just unable to just look for talks anymore. So <laughs> as it happens, I just abandon finding for talks and just uh like stay at the stand and talks to people that come up and ask about Ubuntu Touch. So so uh, this year we collaborate with uh, Linux on mob. Uh, sorry, Linux in mobile. So, Something like this, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So and 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 at the boot we we have like both Ubuntu Touch and but also Mobian, uh, Post Market OS and the Selfish sharing these stands and yeah, lots of people come come came up and talked with me and talked with. Other people, and and many people ask interesting questions. For example, if if it's possible, if if Ubuntu Touch use like the mainline, uh, if if Ubuntu Touch use the mainline like graphical interface like KMAs, GBM, but 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 that that also sparked the conversation about how we can bring those visitors to. Ubuntu Touch and Android-based devices, if they have, they have like nested VLAN mode, because because of our Ubuntu Touch architecture, would allow that. It's just not implemented yet, and so yeah, it's it's very interesting. I, I mean, I mean, I do also. I did also listen to talks, but not as many. Mm. So overall, it's it's a wonderful experience, and. Even though I, I might not come back next year because you know the uh, air ticket is pretty expensive. Mm. But yeah, I, I I will definitely come back again. Great, Perfect. thanks for the good experience. Um, good to have you here. Yeah, <laughs> and actually, it's the first time that we meet in person. So <laughs> I think we know Rajanan now since at least 2015, 16, or something like that. Yeah. Um, and it's really good to see somebody in person after such a long time when you haven't been on many calls, many written conversations, uh, and you basically want to know what's the person behind all that. Yeah? So that was a nice opportunity. I was really delighted uh, that this happened. Yeah? So yeah, if, if it's not next year, it's okay, but come back someday. Yeah? <laughs> or maybe we come to Thailand if there is any interesting uh, thing for like conferences in Asia or so, we might step by or so, let's see. We need to push mobile force into Asia more, yeah. yeah that would be the, the so, thing. So yeah? at, at the booth, there's there's a guy that come to uh, advertise basically the force Asia. So so actually there exists mm -hmm. a conference there. So so it, it happens as in in Singapore, and mm, I mean it's like lovely. one fifth of the air ticket cost to mm -hmm. go there than to go here. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. But but. Uh, I mean, I mean, I, I'm not sure, like, how many people in Thailand would be interested in like alternative mobile operating mm. system at all. But in Singapore, maybe. Yeah. So, so, 
yeah, if 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 everyone else here can arrange things, maybe maybe we can meet again at the first Asia. Yeah, that would be great. Let's see. We check it out. Singapore is a great place. I have been there already. I would love oh. to come there again. I need just an excuse. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> really good, Lionel. What's there oh, from the back seat? Say hello. I'm very happy to be here. I don't know which distance I should uh... just scream into the microphone. Okay, okay. Hello, everybody. And uh, I'm very happy to meet uh, everybody, everyone physically, because five uh, five years of chatting with everyone, <laughs> yes. and uh, now we can see him, the, the, everybody. So just uh, just happy to be here, but very tired. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah. Great. There was one question from live chat for Alfred already. We take this guess immediately because it fits the the topic. Um, why didn't you use document viewer for the presentation? Yeah. Well, I was not expecting it to. Look, the document viewer for me look, sounds like something I use PDFs with, like open up a LibreOffice um, writer document, for example, but not a, a presentation. And for a presentation, I, th I thought, maybe let's just go the safe route and have an HTML5 uh, presentation be rendered out, make use of that and present using that. And I mean, it would have been fun if... Basically, gave another hint what to fix next uh, because we need we probably need a full screen mode for the browser in on the desk on the desktop maybe uh, for that to be really useful. Um, next time, I would like to try it with LibreOffice though, given the presentation using LibreOffice and uh, just just as a challenge whether it works or not. Uh, it would have been very, very interesting to do it now, but it was not there yet. So um, I don't know. I, I might try next time and maybe I'll give it a shot with the next uh, opportunity with Document Viewer. I don't know. Hmm. All right. Great. Yeah. What should I say? We had um, during these conversations um, a lot of questions about uh, porting and how it's running uh, uh, on all the phones or not on the old phones. Um, but remarkably, we were, were able to show um, an, advance, an advance in the BindFone development. So basically, we got a BindFone Pro port up and running uh, only in the last few days. And we were able to just uh, show on our stand uh, the BindFone Pro with Ubuntu Touch in a very good state already. Uh, people were also impressed by that. A lot of people that came along said, well, I have a BindFone at home, not the Pro one. What, about, what are you going to do about that? And I said, well, maybe we have a chance that uh, we also bring the, the old PinePhone on par with this PinePhone Pro port because mm. basically it should be the same. There is not so much difference. Yeah, yeah maybe the audio configuration differs a little bit, but other than yeah. that, it should be good to go. But uh, honestly, I must say, I also showed the PinePhone Pro to Pine64. Um, we were able to, because they're also here, they have also a stand. They were also very impressed. So for me, this means uh, 2023, uh, PinePhone is back in business for UV ports. Uh, mm -hmm. um, we just have to find maybe one or two other people that want to take care of it. Um, and a big shout out and thanks to Oren who did this board for us um, so far. Keep up the good work. Uh, a few minor things uh, we probably need to iron out. Currently, it doesn't sleep well. Um, and um, uh, it's just like that. And camera doesn't work yet and so on. But actually, it's in usable state. Uh, it has a really great performance. So. Uh -huh. That looks very promising. This is one of the takeaways from uh, Fostem and the preparations. Um, we seem to be able to unblock the BindFone again, be it the Pro or the old one, let's see. But it's already a success with the Pro because honestly, as I see from the hardware performance, the Pro is the much better choice if you want to really to have it fluent. Yeah, uh, But uh, it should be possible to on both, uh -huh. actually. Yeah. 
Uh, and that's already a 2004, actually. Uh, that's oh, a, yeah. that's an interesting thing. So it's running uh, Ubuntu Touch 2004 on the PinePhone Pro. Uh, I think it's a great achievement. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Good. What else? Um, ooh, I'm just thinking about. Well, the, to, uh, adding to the PinePhone Pro, mm. uh, the interesting thing is because we are using the 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 Mir client support in Mesa right now. Um, until we have a fully Wayland-capable uh, environment for all types of apps. Um, as soon as we get there, we will drop those patches for sure. But until then, we have those uh, message, patched Mesa changes uh, that allow Mesa phones and tablets to run with uh, Lumiri in mere client mode. But the PinePhone Pro was interesting to me because the performance of I know, it, I know, and it's a cliche by now. It's a meme almost, but the blur was the blur. flabbergasting. Mm. It was interesting to see the performance of this thing running something uh, like that on a fully free software phone with uh, the performance that the old Mesa that we were basing on top of has. If it was a newer Mesa, it would probably even get even better performance on and uh, OpenGL compliance fixes. So. <clears throat> In that sense, it's it's like mind blowing to see the PinePhone Pro like going from zero to that level in such a, a short amount of time as mm, well. Here. So, yeah. I know. And also, I confirmed with uh, with uh, Pine64 that the PinePhone Pro will be around for some time. They are not planning uh, to replace this uh, quickly, so it might be really worth to polish the port, mm. and then people can be uh, or will be able to buy this stuff um, and flash Ubuntu Touch with. Uh, just uh, putting it on the SD card, or even better, I just connected USB cable, flash one partition, done. We don't even need an installer for that. I mean, mm -hmm. you can have an installer with it, but uh, what what a mess with an installer if you just have to flash one partition image and it's just working. Yeah? Mm -hmm. All right, yeah, that was that is really really great that we uh, um, have an option here, or again some um, outlook that this can work. Good. Um, Let's see. There was another question. Um, there was another question. Um, the recording of the stream will be saved. Yes, it's being saved here actually on the YouTube uh, videos page of UbiBoards. So after the stream has finished, uh, it should be available after some minutes already. Um, and we store the Q and A recordings for quite some time. Uh, maybe all of them are stored. I don't know. I we have now Q and A hundred twenty two, I guess. So. You can also see the first ones. I was uh, looking actually back in the archive some time ago, yeah. looking at the first Q and A's we made and how unprofessional everything was. Yeah, how unprepared and we were talking just crazy. Well, has anything of that changed really? No, not much. <laughs> a little bit maybe, but also uh, technical faults, uh, audio yeah. quality crappy, and so on. So the first Q and A's were really rough. They were also not done with that platform that we use now. We're basically using something called StreamYard, and that goes directly into YouTube. We had Google Hangouts connected uh, with YouTube, and it was it was not as good. But go back in time if you like. Uh, go to our videos page and scroll down to the very end, and then say, "Okay, I'm gonna watch Q and A number one, yeah, Q and H number two, I, maybe." I, I believe with with the recent YouTube change, you might have to go to the live tab specifically because because now YouTube separates like actual video alive out. I can be yeah. But you will find it if you search for Q and A in the search button. Probably uh, it should pop up. Yeah. Um, so yeah, a lot of Q and A is stored there. Yes, the picture, the, the screenshot of the first Q and A is just good old Mario sitting in his room um, with the 
with the damaged door in the background and uh, <laughs> just speaking about something yeah yeah or the one time when the headset broke down uh, and uh it, it fell or when dalton tilted his mic and it made an exploding pop everywhere because uh, just his new mic stand fell down so he had a lot of interesting fun there i remember <clears throat> i remember and that's that's one of the the things where i was uh talking about a few things that were related to porting and I don't know, do you remember, Rajan, when uh, this meme got up with uh, G-Streamer Advent Adventures in G-Streamer Land? Do you remember that? And the Q&As? Have you ever seen that? Like that? I, I can't remember. Okay. I, I am a goldfish. <laughs> <laughs> so what, I, I just reported about uh, some things that were happening in, uh, in the porting corner and in the integration into the uh, video um, things. And I remember some smiley faces back then, and uh, some people would almost crack up. And I, I, I'm, I'm glad that it did not crack up, that it did not, you know, push through that limit and uh, make them laugh all day. But uh, it's, it was, it was quite an interesting thing that I just that just popped up in my head now that you say, hmm. but reminiscent of the old days type of thing. Sure, yeah. Yeah. And yes, Amy, of course, update your cute. Yeah, that's very important. We yeah. heard that today already. <laughs> we actually gonna update cute at some point in time. That's actually maybe a question for Rajan because I also heard it on the on the stand. Uh, what about cute six? Um, and I said I don't have a real answer for that now. If we are able to upgrade at some point in time, but maybe not now with twenty or four, probably, uh, but maybe thereafter at some point. Yeah. So so we. The way that our integration works, it uses a lot of Qt internal, so it's not easy to move event, for example, from Qt 5.9 to Qt 5.12 back in the day event. And then, so so first first order of things will be moving to Qt 5.15, which so because because Qt went into so so Qt put some effort into making sure that like normal applications can can be compiled both against Qt 5.15 and Qt 6. We 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 should use take advantage of that and hmm. that's the first step. But also we have to also check the internal usage of ours to 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 make sure that it will be able to to use Qt 6. And, and do its things mm. and and I, I can already tell you there that the move to qt5 by 15 will will not be easy either i i already spot one issue with the lomre ui toolkit mm. which is the toolkit layer the component the ml components and and that's that's something that 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 has to be fixed before mm. we even think about qt6 mm. right. yeah I think we'd have to take our time on that. Yeah? And it's also not super important for us, I guess, uh, because um, um, I can see that uh, our app developers, anyways, uh, they are happy with what they have, or they're just learning how to develop apps. So any queue will be fine for the moment. <laughs> yeah. And it's also, if, if anything, I think it would be interesting to maybe, when we go Qt6, whenever that is, um, if we go with doing the Lumiere UI toolkit possibly first, because then the application developers could just take a look at that and see, make it work for that use case where we gradually um, 
replace components with uh, from five to six, uh, whatever the case might be. I'm just like pointing out a, a possible uh, way to go forward here, but I mean. Qt6 is something that has changed and it took some time to grow. Uh, they removed a lot of components uh, from the initial release. The initial Qt6 release had no Qt multimedia, I believe, so no video playback and stuff like that. Uh, Qt Web Engine might have also jumped in a little bit later. I don't know. I believe I believe those components are already added in later Qt6 releases in like Qt6.2. Yeah, they they are right. supposed to be back. Yeah, so and, it took some time. Right? And I mean, and I mean, as you speak about that, I I remember that the Qt multimedia itself changed a lot mm. in the way that backends are written and stuff. And and we we use Qt multimedia for both our camera and our video playback support. So. That will be another challenge that we will have to we we'll have to solve, and it won't be easy. Mm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but still, um, there's one uh, additional question regarding that. Um, that uh, if we finish 2004, if there is a time frame for updating versions even newer, well, there is only one newer newer version than 2004. It would be 2204. And yes, actually, the plan is to take the momentum basically from the 24 upgrade. Maybe we all need a break in between to make some holidays yeah, when it's finally uh, launched. Right. But then uh, we're already dreaming about uh, continuing to update everything to 2204. Um, you're a little bit closer to development at the moment. I don't know what you discussed internally, but um, that's what I uh, heard back from, from Mike and so on. Uh, if that is still the plan to push even further uh, immediately. Yeah. Yeah, that's that's basically the plan. Well, so but also the possibility possibilities is also that we can also like skip twenty two oh four and like make sure that we can upgrade to twenty four oh four when that's out or something like that. It's a possibility and we have not decided yet. And but yeah, so so but currently the plan is to is to. To continue on to 2204. Mm. Yeah, that's actually good news. Yeah, because we are closing the gap further. Yeah. Okay. See people happy about this. <laughs> <laughs> you have a live question? You can come around and just no, talk it. Are you asking? Yeah, true. It's you. Right. <laughs> there are people in the room. You can ask questions. In... No. <laughs> All right. Uh, so there's actually a nice comment. Uh, kudos to Rajanan. Would love to see more live coding sessions from Rajanan. Right. You want to give live coding right. sessions again? Live what? Live coding. Live coding sessions. Coding. Ah, yeah. I I I look to do it again. I I just because because I'm just don't know what kind of topics are you interested in. Are you interested in me like sitting endlessly trying to fix bugs, or are you interested in like targeting one big thing? something mm. like that and i mean i i feel like i'm, I'm aiming for the letter but i at the moment in in 2004 land we we are in the late phase and mostly fixing bugs and i'm not sure if that will be interesting contents for you yeah but but if if there's something interesting enough that i think would warrant a live stream yeah of course i will live again and also but also, if if you're interested in 
in something in particular, feel free to uh, maybe comment in the YouTube video or maybe mm. maybe drop me a message in the development group or something like that. Or in the forum, there we can also say in the OS category, just start a thread and say, I want a, a rational life code on dot, 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 and then just uh, write some suggestions. And you can pick something from there, maybe. Yeah. Right, right. So actually, we already have an hour into the show. Um, we're going to transition a little bit to the questions from the forum now, as we speak of the forum. Uh, we got some for this week. And the Q&A was on short notice. Um, excuse for that. And it's also an unusual time on this uh, time of day and on Sunday. Yeah. But we got a few questions, actually. Yeah. Um, yeah. You want to say something? <laughs> the next question from you, I believe. The next question is from uh, the guy. Do you want to read it out? <laughs> uh, plans to improve. Shh. He should. Uh, Wait a second. We take the live opportunity to have live questions. Yeah? Exactly. Are there plans to improve the documentation uh, regarding app development Ooh. with UTO4, uh, with the up <clears throat> with 2004? Um, good point. Um, Leon, what do you think about documentation for app development? You see that you see probably see the same uh, gap uh, for me. Yes. Oh, yeah. I started with not quite nothing. No. Yeah. Um, I, I think that um, uh, building application for Ubuntu Touch first, you, you have just to be familiar with a cute framework. I think you can uh, you can build a Hello World apps uh, just as a normal desktop application, and you can um, later see what the specific uh, about uh, Ubuntu Touch uh, platform. Um, but you can start just to to do some small stuff that uh, like I did, for example, and then you 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 will uh, see some uh, components, platform specific things uh, such as Content Hub, uh, how to share. Documents or to access to 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 um, the file system, uh, such such things. But um, it's not an easy way, of course. But now it's getting better. I think uh, um, someone in the forum uh, answered. You know, uh, yeah, I think it is. yeah. There is a new document that is very 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 nice. I think yeah, we can uh, be uh, grateful for the for the document uh, documents that you see now. It's a very nice uh, work they did. They did very nice work and for to, to start. There is also Mimcars, Mimcars tutorials also. But this one specifically is about upgrading actually apps to 24 and it's also very important because what we are lacking now currently is if you look in the open store for 24, it's still quite empty. It's not as empty as it was, uh, but we are still missing a lot of apps that we are used, even we as the developers uh, using those apps um, and might be, might, be, might be missing them now. So uh, helping with upgrading apps to 24 is very much appreciated. And so if you, if you are an app maintainer or you know an app maintainer, didn't upgrade uh, their apps to 24, please do it or nudge the people to, to do it soon because um, the people will just miss their apps yeah? and uh, it's in some way um, something critical for us. Also, yeah? Is there anything about it? Uh, how to how to switch, how to rename the components? Or, uh, I think uh, um, I just saw something in the Telegram groups, but... Uh... Auto renaming is with Z on command line. No, yeah. I'm just kidding, but... Uh, <laughs> Just make a global search and replay. <laughs> yeah, it's kind of maybe maybe not the best thing. Yeah. 
but so there is on the, on the forum there's a documentation for how to upgrade the apps to 24 um, okay. but yes to answer the question of course we try to improve the situation with the documentation but currently because so many things are still to be done um i guess documentation is again um the unloved child and uh, everybody just ignores yeah. it for the moment yeah uh, so it might take until later that we can really improve it yeah um but uh, of course we also open uh, for any contribution help whatsoever on that yeah um i for example have found a nice way how to do asynchronous stuff for teleports now which is improving basically how we can uh, handle a request reply pattern where you send out something to somewhere it doesn't need to be a server but can be and then you have to await a result and um, somehow this is uh, in for me in Qt QML this was always hard to to grasp if you come from other programming languages from other platforms where they have other async patterns but then it was uh, made a nice wrapper actually by one of the guys who is uh, into Qt development so much um, is his name Benoit I'm not quite sure uh, but this guy actually, he has also he did QuickFlux. Yeah? This is this library for uh, having this uh, single instance store thingies in, in QML apps. And with that added to teleports, it suddenly is very easy to just write the request, put a lambda inside for the reply. Uh, it will be picked up in a separate thread, awaited for everything nice. Yeah? So you can wrap basically this async pattern. Maybe I will make a small extension of the manual for that because I, I guess it improves the apps uh, uh, for others as well. All right. Um, Next question, is, I would say. Yeah. Uh, there's a question by IS, uh, IXSVF. Um, do you agree that 2204, uh, 2004, pardon me, uh, to be a kind of a first release of UB ports, uh, Ubuntu to touch, basically saying that it's, it is something different than it, what it used to be before, I guess. And I don't, mm. I don't think that's the case. I, I don't know. I also wouldn't agree because uh, honestly, for the users, it should not change much, right. especially the look and feel. So ideally, um, it looks like exactly the same. You can use it the same. You have the same apps. Everything works the same. It's just mm -hmm. everything newer. And uh, we can have more capabilities to build new stuff um, and build stuff in a different way. But it doesn't feel for me like the first release for us. We Already the first OTA was so challenging and, uh, and yeah. um, how to say, so. uh, yet motivating that uh, we had so many first releases since uh, five years. Yeah. No, I wouldn't say it's the first. It feels like, no. a, it feels like a major milestone, I mean, a major was, achievement. Uh, it was blood, sweat and tears in some ways. Uh, there were a lot of internal discussions. It would, but, also, it would also mean that, uh, the, that we basically neglect our, neglect our heritage, basically. So, to a certain degree, because it is something that we took over from someone else mm -hmm. and uh, treated as if it was ours, of course, to some degree, right? Uh, because we have to take care of it now. So it's a, it's a certain responsibility. But I don't think it's like this completely out of, uh, out of picture um, different thing than what it used to be before. Because as long as you stay with a project and a lot of us... Uh, either got to know the project very early on or contributed uh, back when it was still a canonical thing. So I do think that, or some jump uh, in afterwards as, as I did. So I do think that it is still the same pot. It's no one, no, nothing is stirring the pot in that sense. So it's all this, it's still the same thing. You just look, it's just, it's just got a different by XYZ stuck under it. But 
I think that's basically marketing, right? Mm. To a certain degree. Any more comments? Have you talked about the the Mike announcement about uh, Lomery on Debian? I think he released uh, lots of stuff. Uh, you want to tell us anything about that? No, no. <laughs> I didn't. Like, I didn't read anything. Yeah, yeah. In the de development channel, I think Mike. Uh, I can. I can say very much about this. Um, uh, so, so basically, uh, Mike announced that. Uh, so Lomery for the packaging for Lomery into Debian has been accepted to the new queue. So basically, so so if if you don't know how Debian packaging. Packaging works. It's basically in the pending state for licensing review. I okay. I I I can't remember if if it's already accepted, like past that pending state yet. Could could you please check real quick in the 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 channel? What what do you want to know? If 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 if. If it's in pending case, state or not at the moment. If, if in the new queue or in if it's in, not freezed yet. Yeah, that's but as a side note, yes, I have released. So basically, what they what, what, where we want to go with that is that uh, the Lomiri desktop environment is uh, in the Debian repositories and can be installed on any uh, Debian based distro, therefore. Um, and also getting the, the seal of Debian is a very, very high quality uh, approval of what we're doing, especially for the packaging, of course. So getting to that mark means also that we're getting more recognized. Yeah? And that's the plan here, why we're pushing so hard to get this into Debian. It's a lot of work. Um, it's a lot of uh, boring work sometimes, but um, it would be a gold standard in the open source world to say we are accepted by Debian with the Lumiri desktop environment. And a lot of parts around it yeah uh all right so but uh, yeah that was this question the next one is also very peculiar yeah yeah my girlfriend used my ut device for a few days she asked me about this if we are uploading a file from an app like teleports and we need to switch to another app the uploading of the file on teleport stops this has benefits but at the same time it's not so convenient uh, is this design path is this a design path to keep or just a technical limitation that may be solved uh, in the years to come. Thank you. Um, in principle, there are certain ways to do uh, uploads of HTTP transfer uh, both ways, uploads and downloads. But uh, I don't know how Teleports does this, or Telegram for that matter, mm. what they use. I, I assume it's more than just an HTTP request that you can set off. No, and, it's not. It's by right. It's so that would need uh, the background service proposal that we've been thinking of and pro, uh, not working on, but theorizing of for years now. Mm -hmm. And all the time, every time some different uh, thing comes up, it basically delays the. It be, we, the, the thing doesn't look the same as it looked back when I was proof of concepting it on Selfish OS, and. The things have changed so much so because voice over LTE and uh, video calls uh, being integrated into the background in a background service. How does that? How is that supposed to work? Uh, the per permission system, the audio access to the microphone, that can't work easily because we don't know yet which application to put the permission prompt on top of because it would be a different different process in a different secret probably. And I don't know. It's. There's so many technical hurdles to fix this properly because 
the difference to Android, for example, Android runs everything, those sideload processes, they fork off and basically you have those VM, this, this little VM processes running services, the applications and uh, taking over intents and stuff like that. The way that that works is completely different from what we uh, can provide on that level uh, with the resources that we are able to pull off, right? Mm. So designing it in a way that allows those types of use cases properly, uploading a teleports file in the background, doing WebRTC in the background might be harder to solve and for app developers may be harder to implement as well because you need to think of a two-layered system. You have the service and then the mm. front end to that. But um, so for the technical explanation, teleports is basically a bit because we're using the official uh, library from mm. Telegram. Uh, we're just sending a request with a path to say, upload this. And everything else is uh, not transparent to us. So yeah. it has its own upload. It also needs to be encrypted, of course, because uh, this is uh, done with the general encryption key. They're just uploading this uh, through there uh, for the empty proto protocol. And that's a um, thing that is completely not visible to us. But what I could think about is when we are sending an app to the background, um, like in this case, and the app knows, okay, this is one task that takes a little bit longer. I'm um, I'm gonna sleep afterwards, but please let me finish that thing. That the system just says, okay, you get a time slice or of another, I don't know, what five seconds, one minute, which is not so much, thirty seconds, uh, to finish your task. Then mm -hmm. you're being asked again, and then you say, okay, I'm again not ready. Maybe another fifteen seconds. So try to a little bit um, await what's happening and then suspend it because the app has something urgent to do that would improve the experience of the user. Right. And maybe the upload of the file is really just short. Yeah? Right. And I got also asked on the stand a lot about background activity on the, those apps because people are used to this. I don't agree that it uh, needs to be entirely for all the, the bells and whistles around a background service split, which would mm. need it for incoming calls and all of that. It's true, right. yeah? But um, at least giving the app uh, a little bit longer uh, life cycle for that moment could mm -hmm. help in some cases. Right. Maybe that's the, the takeaway here. Right. And uh, I've also talked with a few people uh, about um, UX related things where we could, I mean, for lack of a better word, shame those applications that uh, waste battery, right? So at least give a hint, hey, this application has requested extended lifetime, uh, life cycle time slice for such and such minutes, I don't know, mm -hmm. which, would, example, yeah. which could be abused, abused right? So uh, we don't want that situation to happen. We don't want application developers to abuse the system and waste battery life. Uh, Warning, this yeah. app has compromised your battery. Right. Close example, it immediately. Uh, it's example, dangerous. When you've opened the spread and you put it somewhere in the corner or something, that would, would be sufficient, I guess. Like when you have this one, this, this open, uh, the spread open, and underneath the application icon, it would just... An empty battery. This right. this app is draining your battery too much. Yeah? For example. Well, yeah, that's a good idea. We, we might talk about this a little bit um, in detail, how much effort it would be. But I would love this extensive extension thing, especially for teleports, because it does sometimes a little bit more mm -hmm. uh, when, you, when you switch to another app. Especially mm. uploading, I can understand. You want to up this you can already read something in the browser for example and you're just sending a file to someone you want to finish that quickly yeah? why you have to keep it open and unlocked until uh, it's actually being sent yeah all right yeah good question thank you very much uh next one i can also take this what about the desired partnership with uh, fairphone and therefore youtube pre-installed uh, on the fairphone 4 
so yes we are we are talking about this since uh, a few weeks months or whatsoever uh, basically fairphone is interested to cooperate with us uh, on bringing the fairphone 4 in a state where it can be pre-installed in in their factory basically and sent out directly from the web shop so the state is that um, because fairphone is a company that is working um, with a certain quality criteria and quality checks uh, well, we need actually to present the fairphone 4 in a state that uh, they can test it and they accept it uh, according a few test plans that they have. Uh, they have sent us some test plans already right. that are very much uh, focused on Android use case, of course. But at least they said they want to run the modem and uh, uh, data or, or uh, radio tests with us. And uh, it's pretty much easy. Um, we stopped the discussion before Christmas or uh, in the last quarter somewhere. Because we said we're probably going to focus on 2004 with that. It makes no sense to test it on 1604. Mm. So when 2004 port for Fairphone 4 is in the state where we can pass the tests, then we will continue with that. Yeah? Mm. And that's actually a great opportunity to see how uh, a mobile vendor is actually testing their devices. They're not doing this themselves uh, in, uh, in uh, the Fairphone headquarters. They have uh, actually a partner company that does all the testing. So we would have to deliver our test plans there, uh, how to do for example, there is one test on the plan that I really cannot fulfill in my in my home. Uh, it's uh, testing emergency call. Yeah? Mm. So it's completely forbidden yeah, to uh, test emergency call. And the side note says, if you are located in the UK, tell the operator that this is a test. Yeah? Come on, this will not work in, in mm. Austria. You cannot just call emergency service. I'm testing it. Yeah? They will just come to your home and say, look, you're paying a fine now because you abused the emergency call. Yeah? Right. I don't know what's wrong in UK with them. Yeah? They say, yeah, it's a test. Okay. And they just hang up again. <laughs> yeah? uh, maybe they meant that like the mobile operator, the mobile operator that, that, that I'm going to make a, a test emergency call so that the, when the call actually plays, the mobile operator doesn't route. Yeah, it. maybe, true. maybe, yeah. maybe. Yeah, that, emergency that, operator, that's that's possibility, but I don't yeah. know. It's very weird. Yeah, so we, I I want to risk it. Yeah, I, I really have to ask him how they're doing this in practice. Yeah, how they're testing emergency calls. Yeah, right. so, but it's on the list. Yeah, and um, yeah, so we will see how that goes on. Uh, give us a little bit more time with it. Uh, it I guess it's fair to wait for the twenty or four port being finished. Mm. Uh, and it's nearly finished, actually. I don't see so, so much uh, problems with the Fairphone 4. But um, we don't want to waste the time with Fairphone on the old Xenial uh, image. And then we have to redo the, those tests. Yeah? That makes not much sense. Yeah? All right. Next one. The notch on Fairphone. Oh, it's also Fairphone 4 related. Uh, experimental patch for the notch on Fairphone 4. Is the way that we can test it out? Um, that's a good question. I have to ask the guy who did it. Um, so basically... Um, if um, we have that uh, top notch uh, intruding uh, the area of the indicators, uh, we have already an experimental um, patch for Lumiri to um, know about the, the cutout and then move the indicator icons around that. Um, uh, let me come back to this. Um, I will probably answer that uh, later because I'm honestly not the state. Um, I don't have the state for that. Okay, next one. Well, Mr. T1001, are you going to leave UT1604 available to legacy devices? No further updates, obviously, unless someone takes that on. As a fork when Stable24 comes to the mainstream, it would be a shame since it's stable, works, and it's fun to play with. Uh, yes, basically, the, the system image server channels, uh, for the moment, they can stay uh, like they are. 
we could actually um, redirect them on 2004, so then people would be forced migrated, but I think it's too early for that. And honestly, the old devices that never will get 2004, um, they, the channel uh, will not move. It will stay as it is. Yeah? We're not going to delete this for the moment. Yeah? It's also not that much of a deal in terms of storage space. We can afford this. Um, so, yes, I guess the answer is yes for the mm. moment. Yeah? That brings me to the apps. Would you still remain available for 1604 after stable release 24? That's another good question. Um, if the open store team um, leaves the 1604 apps around, I would have to ask, actually, um, because it's not in our um, in our infrastructure, and we cannot decide if they want to keep them or not. But I can ask them if they want to keep them for some time. I guess yes. It's also not that much of a storage space, um, and we need them still because uh, until all the devices that can translate to twenty oh four are actually being uh, ported and fixed, we will talk about this end of year maybe <laughs> i don't want to destroy anybody's hope yeah but uh getting all the devices that are potentially uh ready for 2004 to get in there will take some time yeah? and the apps as well yeah okay next one uh is it possible for you use your reports mm. in a retro console with mainline kernel could it be a future for the os um in the future web will we see any native reports, reports and Godot, something is possible, but not native. Uh, retro console with mainline kernel. Oof, what could this be? Um, a retro gaming console? Probably something like those uh, retro arch types of things. Are those meant, possibly? Well, I never played around with that, with that, so I don't know. I mean, huh. it kind of reminds me of a, of, of a like stupid, maybe not so stupid idea that I had, and that was just imagining the. Oh well, it's not an idea, but the idea is to revive something that has been around, and maybe play around with a TV type of deal and uh, make Lumiri work on a TV. That that that's the same question, right? That's mm, the kind of. So I don't know uh, when people find the time to do so, they can do it, I guess. Yeah, I'm also out of the game. I don't have a retro console anyways. And if I would, yeah, I don't know if I would love uh, to, to work on that uh, specifically. But um, it technically probably possible, uh, at least un until this thing or when this thing can boot a Linux distro in some way. Uh, then you could also um, put Lumiri there or uh, whatever. The mainline kernel, actually, as we said, for the PinePhone, it's mainline. Uh, we are quite fine with that. It's it's not a matter of the kernel if uh, you can run Ubuntu Touch or Lumiri. Uh, I mean, to a certain degree, it is a matter of the kernel, but uh, with the usual mainline kernels now, it uh, should be not be a big deal. Um, but honestly, for us, for the core team, no capacity. Yeah? Don't even think we can do this. Yeah? Um, there were also some specific questions, like the, the guy who wanted to know if you can have your keyboard um no what was it in the talk uh, that wanted to have the oh yeah the virtual the virtual trackpads uh, the virtual yeah they wanted the virtual trackpad that appears when you connect an external screen yeah if this is a library that you can repurpose in another project and alfred said no it's integrated yeah but this guy kept insisting that we need to split this out in a library to so he can use it yeah so please guys if you want to do something and it's not out of the box yeah yeah at least uh, try to help us uh, to understand it a little bit better from the use case yeah. point of view. And then also, please understand if you're saying, no, we cannot do it. Uh, you probably have to do it yourself. Yeah? Right. Okay. More questions. Um, can you show us which phones are you daily driving? Yeah, sure. basically, Fairphone 4 at the moment. I'm also running the Fairphone 4 right now. But I have, because I have my Pixel 3a 
in the hotel. Uh, oh, please don't rob me right now. Don't take cry. the opportunity, please. Good <laughs> <laughs> yeah. question. What's your daily phone? Uh, well, so this is a little bit embarrassing. So, that doesn't matter. Everybody can understand matter, right? this. So because because so so I still daily drive uh, an Android phone because. Because in Thailand the mobile banking is really, really prevalent, yep. mm -hmm. and even with like the Android compatibility layer, it won't fly because those apps specifically check for uh, so-called play pro uh, not not play pro safety net, mm -hmm. which will will not ever pass in like emulator setup, and yep. yeah, so that that's the reason I still use an Android phone, unfortunately. So yep. so it's it's just uh. A Samsung Galaxy A33, so it, it has a nice color. And yeah, and it has five cameras or so, or four cameras, or you know, flashlight distance measuring, three cameras, something like this. Uh, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> Too and, many eyes on the back, yeah. And, <laughs> and, and I, 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 choose, I chose this phone specifically because Samsung's commitment to upgrade, because they promised that they will provide four years of Android upgrade and five years of security upgrade, which which is which is like the base in class and also like this this is kind of the mid tier, not like the top tier and they also but they promised this and so hmm. that's that's why I chose to go with them. But yeah. but of course you, you can't be able to touch like 10 years support. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. And that's 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 something that's 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 the one of the reason if someone wants to choose Ubuntu Touch, and that's and 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 that's our commitment to support devices to to make sure it it can outlive the manufacturer support. Mm. Yeah, I uh, for for the loft I also showed the Samsung S3 Neo again on the stand. Um, it's a very crappy thing from 2014 or so. We showed the Nexus 5, which is 2013. Uh, we showed a 10-year-old device that is still usable. It's crisp. Uh, it's snappy. When you scroll through a web page, it's still totally super. Yeah. Uh, people were impressed that we showed that old device uh, and we're running all the same images uh, and we don't need really different uh, versions of the OS because the device is so old. No, it's just the same. Yeah. Uh, what, Lionel, what's your device? Xperia X. Oh. From Alfred, I'm some person dependent of Alfred because uh, my next one will be a uh, Pixel 3a. Oh, wow. <laughs> nice. uh, I, I already developed with uh, with this one, but I'm waiting so from stability, and now I think it's uh, it's ready. Nice. You you do nice. you do it. No yeah, <laughs> no precious. Yeah, I like it. I like it. I okay. live with some bugs, but it's okay. <laughs> yeah, the, the Curie X. Uh, I, look, I. It took me. It took me some time to figure out the issues with the, the Pixel 3a. In the meantime, and uh, then all, all of a sudden, ThinkPad coming in and other devices coming in. And it's hard to keep up with. So, if there's anyone, that's a little call for help uh, for those that would like to help, would have some understanding, or if not, at least are willing to learn. Uh, if you want to help me maintain the Xperia export, mm -hmm. uh, occasionally send patches or something like that. Um, I mean, I would I would totally appreciate that, and we could like make sure that in case I personally don't find the time to maintain it anymore myself, 
to give it over to someone else, I don't know, uh, who would be interested in taking it over and maybe join the team even. So the team size increases as well. Would be cool. Yes, please. Help us sporting. Well, speaking speaking of old devices, the, the 2004 upgrade will have an impact on that because so, so in 2004, it's no longer viable to continue using Upstart as the init system. So we transition to system D and system D comes with its own Linux kernel requirement. So that means that some older devices that use like old kernel might not be able to make it. There, there's certainly a way to make it work. I've heard Selfish OS, which also use systemd to, to ask their any system to run on older Linux kernel. But yeah, be, be prepared that for some devices, you may not be able to have 2004. Yep. There's one last question, but it's very peculiar, so I want to read it out also. Uh, has anyone on the team ever thought about making a Ubuntu-based lightweight system similar to the Android-based software on the Punkt MP02? I don't know what the Punkt MP02 is. Um, so probably nobody has ever tried. Yeah? And um, it's really hard for such specific things uh, to to uh, say if, if anybody would love to try it out. Yeah. Um, I also don't know what the lightweight system is, but um, I guess Ubuntu Touch is coming from a desktop distro. It's not really lightweight, we can say. Uh, it's also a little bit more demanding on the on the hardware, as we can see in, in, in some corners. But um, trimming it down to something that is more lightweight, I guess it would create a second track of Ubuntu Touch. We just don't have the, the manpower for doing that. So, right. um, well, I don't think we will ever try something like this at the moment. Yeah. Right. But there's also the question about, um, I like, for example, the, the reception that I, that I got from people who just played around with the, with the shell and its performance and just dragging windows around, resizing them and the, the animations that we have, how snappy they were, they were, they were blown away. They really liked that and they uh, couldn't believe that a, a, a smartphone is capable of delivering that. Uh, completely un underestimating the capabilities of a modern smartphone, right? So I do think that we do still have an opportunity to make it a little bit better, like maybe some near Android platform integration stuff uh, that could improve uh, performance, uh, but it's already so good that it could potentially, considering the hardware requirements, also be a lightweight desktop for others to use in their embedded systems because this this is embedded uh, hmm. the desktop is performant enough uh depends on the hardware i guess and the driver integrations i would say that are in in place for for that to happen but i could see that work out to a certain degree i, I mean not too many background services and a hand a little a handful of tools that are in pre-installed and you have a lightweight system right hmm. pretty much all right that marks the end of the show basically because we're already one hour into that and it passed very fast yeah, very quickly oh yeah uh, we had the opportunity to spend one hour with you guys out there um, 
We had quite some listeners and um, probably send it around as usual in all the groups. Uh, they're linked to the recording. I do think th those two fine gentlemen over here, they should also join yes. and jump over here. So finally, yeah, we, we need to introduce actually um, this guy. Uh, too shy? They're not coming uh -huh. over? Will they come? Ah, uh, yeah. <laughs> so, hello. 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 This is actually very sweet. Here. here. This is Wins, our porter for the OnePlus uh, 2, the OnePlus 3, 3T, uh, OnePlus 5 also basically. And what's the next project? 6, a little bit? Or yeah, not? we'll have a look at the 6. <laughs> yeah, we'll have a look at the 6. Yeah. Uh, and very I need good. to finish for the 7. But, uh, yeah. <laughs> exactly. This guy you probably only know uh, because you never appear on any uh, yeah, camera or I'm so. I'm shy, so I'm happy <laughs> from the forum. I'm a moderator on the forum there and a happy user of. Uh, Thank you for a great job on the Pixel 3. Also, Apple will help us in the future with the Q&A preparations a bit more. Um, yeah. We agreed to that. So um, when we basically try to make the Q&As maybe a little bit more um, regular again, yeah? not just so infrequent uh, intervals. And that's uh, with his help probably possible. So, yeah? yeah. So let's get this a little bit more into shape. Great. So. Last words to say? Hey, Anything? Maybe oh, there are more people, people coming. Uh, oh, okay, yeah. well, come over timing. here. Come over here. Perfect timing. <laughs> Woo. Yeah. More hoodies and t-shirts. This is going to be hard, but... Who are you? Yeah, yeah coming closer. Diogo, Yay. say something. Hello. Hello, everybody. Hope Who doesn't know Diogo? <laughs> uh, many people, I think. Yeah. Yeah. I hope you're all doing well. Uh, and see you in an event very soon, hopefully. Yeah. Probably in Portugal. <laughs> maybe, maybe. Maybe. We don't know. Good. So. Come forward. Hello. Anyone? Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Hello. Thanks for the team uh, making this happen. That's yeah. really nice. Very good. Mum, you want to say something or just say hi? Yes. No, I want to say something. I want to say that I had a really nice FOSDEM and everybody who was not there missed a lot and it should be there the next time. Great. Thank you very much. Yes. Also, thank you very, very much for the help on the stand on two days. Uh, you just spent all the time uh, possible there explaining and explaining again and again the same thing to all the interested people. Yeah? Selling our merch uh, and we, we basically have these things in the store. If you like to get cool hoodies, uh, keychains, uh, lanyards, and so on, you can also order this in our online store, of course. Yeah. But uh, we really, really sold a lot of stuff, so people got interested into this. Yeah. Thank you very much for the people who bought something because it's a cool donation also towards the foundation. It was really great. Yeah. So, I would say uh, on one of the commands, one, two, three, or so, we just say goodbye, everyone, and um, yeah, see you on the next Q and A, probably. Bye. 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 Oh my god. <laughs> there no. we go.